0: Thanks for joining us and welcome to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Business Development with Strainwise Consulting. And on our show today, we have Jeremy Goldstein of Stillwater Brands. Stillwater Brands, which is known for its cannabis-infused stillwater and whitewater teas, as well as its ripple-dissolvable cannabinoids, has launched Clockwork Coffee, which is the first cannabis-infused instant coffee stick. Stillwater Brand's range of products help reasonable adults find the calm they need to stay focused, productive, and in in control of life's anxious moments. The company is leading the right dosing movement with functionally dosed cannabis products, which ensures that all the edibles are fast-acting, long-lasting, and taste great. Jeremy is the COO and co-founder. Prior to starting Stillwater Brands, his career spanned marketing, sales, operations, and finance at at well-known U.S. companies like AIG and Deloitte. As well as a successful hedge fund and an internet startup, um, he wanted to uh, follow up with um, some of his uh, experience there with those brands, and then now we have Stillwater Brands. So, Jeremy, welcome so much to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Great to be here.
0: Yeah. So, Jeremy, um, how did you get started in the cannabis business? What brought you here?
1: Yeah, it, interesting story. Um, you know, watching it from afar, I was living in New York um was incredibly excited about the opportunities that were showing up in this space and i got together with my co-founder justin singer um and justin had had an interesting experience with his grandmother who was suffering from pain and had asked justin to get an edible for her because she didn't want to smoke and the only thing that he could find was uh, a 100 milligram brownie Um, so he cut it up into 20 different pieces sent it to her and uh, she's diabetic, it ended up in her freezer, um, wasn't something that she could do, and we said, hey, there's, there's kind of an opportunity here in the edible space um, to create products that work into people's lifestyles uh, that are healthy and that are at the right dose.
0: Yeah, one of the things that's impressive, and I think we'll get into this a little later, is, is some of the, the healthier aspects of the product and the need for it. You guys are the very first one to come up with coffee sticks, what 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 made you see a need in the market and what, what get, put you in that direction?
1: Sure. Uh, after we had launched our teas and through launching our teas, we had created our, our Ripple dissolvable THC, uh, we had a lot of people who came to us and said, hey, I, I, I love the form factor of your teas. I like how portable they are, um, but I'm not a tea drinker. I'm a coffee drinker, and I know that you have Ripple, so I can put it in my own coffee, but I want the opportunity for a complete product. Um, something that I can take with me to work, something that I can take camping. So rather than having to bring two items, your ripple and coffee, um, now we've got one. I think the inspiration was really looking around and seeing how many people, uh, especially outdoor enthusiasts who were buying the Starbucks via sticks, uh, and were taking those with them and then adding ripple to it.
0: Excellent. And so when, uh, what, what type of feedback have you gotten since you rolled out, uh, the coffee sticks?
1: Yeah, so far, the feedback's been great. I mean, the big thing that we tried to do, like we try to do with all our products, is make them great tasting. Um, so instant coffee has a little bit of a wrap. It's it's not the highest quality, but what we sought to do uh, was get the, the, the greatest tasting instant coffee that we could find. So we went through something like 30 blind samples as a company and with friends and family to sort of find something that we thought gave a great coffee experience. Um, in addition... Uh, It has the same benefits because it's powered by Ripple, like our other products, of that fast-acting, smooth onset. Um, So because we have this water-soluble THC, uh, people feel the effects sooner, uh, whether they're getting some of it sublingually, some of it in the digestive tract, and then ultimately the liver. Um, And so people love that because they know what they're going to get, and it's consistent every time. And for what type of extraction process are you using for this particular product? so um we use distillates for all of our products and actually as a company we don't do our own extractions Um, we think of ourselves as a food company uh, and we look at our marijuana oil as an ingredient um, as a functional ingredient so what we decided early on is that we wanted to work with the best um, the best players in the business um, and work on our custom spec taste is incredibly important to us um, which is one of the reasons why we went with distillate the other was we wanted a consistent experience Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of controversy around the indica sativa um, uh, differentiation, especially when you're talking about edibles, um, because once you're, you're doing an extraction, you're ripping out so many terpenes to begin with. Um, but in addition, you're, you're, you're not working from the fe- same feedstock every time. Um, so there is the potential experiences and everything that we care about, the comfort, the control and the taste were best served by working with with distillates.
0: Well, and one of the impressive things of talking to Colorado companies, because everything's so mature here and things are going well. If you look at your website, I mean, you've got green apple iced tea, recovery smoothies, you've got Mexican Street corn salsa, chocolate chip cookies. I mean, all these, it, it looks like an incredibly mature market. And I know there's heavy competition here in Colorado um, but for people that might be hearing your name and Stillwater Brands for the first time, I mean, your website is exceptional. Just the the product mix and the and the availability for people to control um, their dosage and and what they're putting in and added in and all these recipes, I mean, it's really, really
1: impressive. Thank you, Sean. Really appreciate that. Um, we're definitely through the website um, and through other initiatives trying to reach people who maybe didn't realize there were products in the cannabis market for them. Um, obviously I started with the story about, about Justin's grandmother. It's not just for grandmothers, but it's for, um, that might be scared, uh, that might not realize there's a right dose or might feel that anything in the edible world is unhealthy. Um, so we were trying to solve all those problems and I I hope the website gets that across.
0: Yeah, I think it does. It's impressive. I I love the, the, um, healthcare, um, or the, the healthy product side of that as well. You've got vegan covered. You've got, it seems like you've kept everybody in mind. Uh, for sure. I, I think this is this is a brand. I want to keep watching Jeremy I think you guys are going to have no problem expanding across the country uh, when prohibitions over I think your your uh, people are going to be looking at you as a leader in the industry rightfully, so uh,
1: I hope so. It's definitely our goal. We picked Colorado um, Expressly because it was the most mature market. Uh, we wanted to deal with the toughest regulations uh, We wanted to deal with the toughest competition um, and we want to make sure our brand ideas worked here before we took it elsewhere.
0: Yeah, and you got your MBA from UC Berkeley, and so I, I imagine that you you obviously aware of California. You might have your eye there. Is there any push to expand in the state of California? Uh,
1: there certainly is something that we're looking at, um, and it wouldn't surprise me if that was the next state uh, within the United States that we explored
0: Okay. And when you got in this industry, Jeremy, um discuss with me how steelwater brands wanted to differentiate. I mean, what did you see as a problem? Um, I know you were able to look and observe the market. I think as all smart entrepreneurs do, you look at what's happening, how people are consuming now, and then you sort of develop your product set there. But what was the one thing that you said, hey, look, I want steelwater brands to be different in this way than everything else I see out here on the market currently?
1: Sure. I- I guess overall we wanted to be a functional food company as opposed to a marijuana company. Uh, the premise behind that being that, you know, we believe if the marijuana plant was discovered today without any of the, the stigma from the last 50 years, uh, that it would be hailed as a wonderful food additive. Um, and so to go along with that, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were talking about dosing that wasn't necessarily, um, for getting high, uh, but was more about for daily living for making yourself feel a little bit better.
0: Yeah, excellent. I think that I think that's the future of the industry. I think I think there's going to be that where they're specifically controlling how much THC they consume. Um, certainly driving that daily usage, that micro dosing, I think you're ahead of the curve there. I also think there's going to be room, especially on the distillate side for, you know, the healthy, not high movement where just enough of a concentrated CBD is enough to relieve anxiety and help and, and mimic a lot of the, the effects that people are getting from regular teas and just regular products that are out there.
1: Uh, Agreed. Um, we're definitely interested as well in, um, other cannabinoids that, Uh, haven't been isolated as widely, um, whether that be CBN, CBG. um, We think of ourselves as a functional food company that uses cannabinoids um, in our products.
0: Wonderful. I applaud you guys for that. So you have a commercial kitchen set up. You're set up like a food company, but obviously you buy your trim, you buy your cannabis product and have it shipped in, are you regulated like a regular marijuana company, or have you been able to uh, work around a couple of things?
1: Oh, no. We're certainly regulated uh, like a, every other marijuana company in Colorado. Uh, we're a, a licensed uh, license MIP. Uh, that means that everything we do has to be tested. Um, in our cases, we overtest. test um, I can tell you more about our process, but that's important to us. Um, everything is in metric. Everything is, is tracked.
0: And then because you're not growing your own, do you worry about that? Or is it that there's so many great cultivators? I think around 1,800 in the state of, of Colorado alone, do you feel confidence with your suppliers and, and that you would never need to move in and 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 get into the cultivation side of things?
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of people doing really great work. Um, I think uh, we've worked very hard to make sure that everything is is tested, whether that be pesticide testing. We don't accept our oil unless it's been pesticide tested. Um, and we've worked very closely with our um, our distillate providers to make sure they meet our specs. So we get test samples of everything before we take delivery um, uh, to check for taste, to check for quality, to check for potency, um, uh, and then we take delivery.
0: You have an outstanding story here on stillwater.life, your website, um, of how it all started. Um, and so that's just a, a tremendous, um, great story there. Um, uh, with, with the, uh, with the grandmother and all that. So, but let me ask you this question. You, you guys have been, you're in what, 170 plus dispensaries or something along those lines in Colorado. That's- How did you achieve that Jeremy so quickly and get people, uh, to stock your product and then obviously have so much success so quickly?
1: Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's been a big challenge. Um, and it comes down to a, you know, really great sales team, um, but uh, I would say most importantly, having products that are differentiated. Uh, I think it's hard to walk in on day one, especially before you're an established company, uh, without, without something that is fundamentally different um, than what's on the shelves. Um, it's very hard to come in as a Me Too product. Now, maybe once you've established a brand, um, if you were to come out with a, a product that is uh, you know, already in a popular category. Um, people are going to take you more seriously. But at the beginning, it was, hey, this is really nice packaging. This is a really great tasting product. And I don't have anything like this. Um, So let me give this a shot.
0: Excellent, Jeremy. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I want to congratulate you and your team and Keith and everyone for all of your success here in Colorado. And I wish you nothing but the best in the future.
1: Thanks, Sean. It was really great to be here. We'll be right back
0: the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and IOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crap channel. You know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. VUBER vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product
1: cultivation. StrainWise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Legal to listen to all over the world. We're just not sure about France. Uh Uh CannabisRadio.com I hope you didn't
0: forget about us, because we're back. With Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com.
1: The following is an encore segment of Blunt Business.
0: On our show today, we have Maureen McNamara of Cannabis Trainers. The company has been featured in Newsweek, on NPR, The Washington Post, High Times, Dope Magazine, Westward, Marijuana Business Daily, and the International Business Times. Marine and the team at Cannabis Trainers deliver highly interactive and compelling workshops with enthusiasm, humor, and professional facilitation. In addition to the Cell Smart program, they are pleased to deliver the nationally recognized SurfSave food safety training that's uh, provided to edible makers. Cannabis Traders is also a proud member of the NCIA and a founding member of Women Grow, committed to excellence, professionalism, and safety. Cannabis Trainers is a powerful partner to the organizations and business in the cannabis industry. Maureen is the founder and chief facilitator with Cannabis Trainers. And uh, she has combined her skills and expertise with food safety and responsible alcohol service in a comprehensive, engaging new way. Marine worked also with the Colorado Department of Revenue Liquor Enforcement Division on the Responsible Vendor Act that was passed in 2005. She's also worked with the Colorado Marijuana Enforcement Division to, to design the Responsible Cannabis Vendor Program in 2014. Maureen, welcome to the show.
2: Thrilled to be here, Sean, talking blunt business.
0: Yes, it it was great to have you. I actually saw you on a panel in Los Angeles last month. You were mediating or uh, moderating there. Did a great job. It was basically on um, you know, California moving from medical to recreational.
2: I was so thrilled to be part of that. And California is our leader has been working with medical cannabis for over 20 years. And so as they transition from medical to medicinal cannabis to adult use cannabis, there's some changes going to be happening with compliance and regulation and ensuring that the cannabis consultants can really move not just from the medical market, but to the adult use market. So it's an exciting time, not just in California, but everywhere.
0: Absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. And so you are pretty much a rock star. Just kind of, I could could spend (laughs) about an hour on your resume, but you you were recently nominated for the vice chair for NCIA, the uh, Regulatory Compliance Committee. Um, you were featured in the book, Breaking the Grass Ceiling, which we'll get to in the second segment. Um, but t- tell us, Maureen, so, so you've had all this success so quickly. Um, it may not feel quickly to you as a business owner, uh, but but it, it has been a fast move into the industry. Uh, tell me, what brought you to the industry and what got you interested in cannabis?
2: Yeah, I, I love being a country industry. And although me and my team were not directly plant we support those who are. And my very first encounter in training people in the cannabis industry started in late 2013 with a food safety class. As I was teaching that class, I was asking everyone where they worked and it was restaurant one, restaurant two, hotel, etc. Except one woman was a little less vocal about where she worked and she finally whispered to me that she was working with pot brownies and it it delighted me that an edible manufacturer was committed to their professional development and so that is what launched us to create food safety customized training and how to sell cannabis responsibly for gosh, over 20 years, I've been committed to inspiring people. Even though it's fun to bend the rules in this industry, we can't. We have to play by the rules and be compliant. Because if we don't, the repercussions are extraordinary, and so that's how we started. And since then, we've launched in Illinois, Nevada, California. We're going to be dabbling in um, online learning. Turns out the internet's going not going anywhere, so we'll we'll be taking some some growth ahead of us for sure.
0: So I don't want to get into secret sauce, but do you think this internet thing is here to stay? Is that what you're I, you saying? Know,
2: People tell me that, Sean. I don't know. I mean, I think that whole technology thing could stay with us and maybe even evolve.
0: Yeah, I saw a uh, probably a 70, 75 year old man on the plane uh, back from Boston last week watching a movie on his phone, and I just thought how far we've come and technology and all the adopters. So, yeah, you're totally correct there. But I, I do to your <laughs> to your pro to your broader point, though. I mean. I am very grateful to have grown up in the cannabis industry here in Colorado because of how compliance intensive it is. When we work with clients and we talk to people, they they don't understand the seriousness of compliance. You're either in business and compliant or you're shut down. And I think a lot of that, and I want to give credit to the Marijuana Enforcement Division here, Department of Revenue, and, and their flexibility and the success of the Colorado market, but I think you're a tremendous ambassador to go to other states and to teach people this business because of your heavy, heavy compliance background, which is going to be absolutely necessary for everybody across the country going forward.
2: One of my favorite clients has said, we're not actually in the cannabis business, we're in the compliance business. And when we nail compliance, we have the opportunity to provide safe access to this medicine. And I think that really speaks volumes. Of course, quality, excellent cannabis product is imperative. But if we're not doing it compliantly, we're not doing it, it, it because we're still playing federally illegal. The, the rules and the regulations aren't optional and creating House policies that may even be stricter than what state or local regulators require is really important
0: Absolutely. So being a a founding member of Women Grow, how has that been? How have you seen that organization grow? And what would you like to see happen with it next?
2: Yeah, I'm thrilled to have been part of Women Grow in the very beginning. And it came with a real desire to be an invitation for women to get in this industry. And I think that has created extraordinary strides, where more women are in leadership roles than other industries. There's definitely been hiccups and bumps, especially recently with restructuring and women grow. And I, I have hope for that organization to flourish. And ultimately, I'm still all about having professional responsible people, men or women, bring their talents and expertise to this industry. And what's wonderful, Sean, is that even though we talk about the cannabis business industry being new, it's been rolled out in California for decades. It's been medically in many states. And we're really at a new precipice with adult use cannabis. And it's not often that we have a new emerging industry for people to come bring their talents. And we have an opportunity, and I think obligation, to do that with a focus on diversity. So bringing in women, bringing in people of color that have been unfairly taking the brunt of the war on drugs, is imperative to really have a well-rounded industry.
0: Are you proud of the industry as a whole? There are a lot of women leaders out there in the industry that, that make this remark and they talk about Other industries that they've come from that average around 22% as far as female executives go. And we're, you know, in the the cannabis industry, by some accounts, are 50% even higher in certain specific segments like testing. Are, Are you, Maureen, proud of the progress or would you like to see more? Where are you at as far as your views on the industry as a whole, as far as diversity?
2: I'm believing that we've done well and we have to be extraordinary, And there is a ton of space and room to be more inclusive in the future. One of the experiences we're involved in is with a group called Hood Incubator. And they are inviting especially people of color that have been, again, unfortunately really targeted in this war on drugs and bringing them into the legal business. So we'll be donating training. We'll be out there in December Donating training service to their graduates and to their current participants to give them a a leg up, have these trainings and certifications to move with greater awareness into the legal industry. I think we've got certainly room to grow. Um, We're also a member of the Minority Cannabis Business Association. And so really supporting them and their members on getting in here, bringing your talents into this industry.
0: And you cut out a little bit. So what was the name of that incubator?
2: Hood Incubator. Hood.
0: Okay. Excellent. Yeah, very good. We see that quite a bit. Diversity is a part of everything that we're doing. Obviously, we're a female-owned um enterprise here publicly traded marijuana company um and it's interesting you had that you told that story um every time there's someone who's being modest about being in cannabis and and i'm always so curious what brings you here why are you here what is a purpose driven you know what what draws you to the industry but when i hear someone has a shy story i think of our ceo aaron phillips and the idea that she was in a commercial real estate deal essentially that led quickly to her being a cannabis owner um, she, that wasn't her plan. That wasn't the idea. Um, it was something where she she actually purchased that grow for a flip, uh, flip, no, fix and flip kind of situation. But number one to her was how am I going to that I'm in the cannabis business, and and I I, I think it's wonderful. So I, I do smile when I when I hear someone you know coming up because because though that's changing as well. The face of cannabis has changed. The cannabis consumer is changing drastically. Um, as we as we as we noted in in California and, and the demographic there. so I don't think that there's a, a person on this in this country at least that won't be touched by cannabis on some level at the very least using a daily amount of CBD and so um, I'm very proud of I'm always interested in talking to other business owners and leaders about um, what their take is on diversity, so I appreciate you sharing that. Now, let's talk about Cannabis Trainers. You have this incredible company, and you go out and you help people stay in business, and you and I know there's nothing really more valuable than that. So you have um, two products that are trademarked, and and on CannabisTrainers.com, you've got Serve Safe, which is your food safety certification and um, and then you've got Sell Smart, which is basically a responsible vendor program, which is you know Colorado's first state-approved program. There um, is is that sort of the direction that you're going to go, where you want people to call you and have you travel to them and train them on a short-term level, or are you more positioning for them to purchase one of these programs in the beginning, get up to speed, you consult sort of uh, remotely, and then they go online. What what do you want your potential clients to do?
2: Well, we always want to provide training that meets the client where they are. So those are our, my signature program is Sell Smart. The Serve Safe course has been in play in this country world for over 30 years. It's been developed. It's a registered trademark program of the uh, National Restaurant Association. So that's not my program. It's a program I've been facilitating for over 20 years. Now, what we do is we take that amplification, globally recognized program, and we customize it. The conversation is customized to the needs of edible manufacturers. So that's something we've been offering from the beginning. And our signature program is Cell Smart, And that's really to ensure that for all the hard work everyone out there has done to provide safe access to patients and more and more adults, to make sure your store doesn't get shut down, you don't get fined. The regulators and the community love that you're selling compliantly. So that class is a program that we created and launched. We've worked with regulators. And right now, it is live instructor-led. We're running it old school here, Sean. It's like it's the 80s. Come on to a class. We have brought in technology because I helped write the rules where people can join us via webinar. Moving forward, we've got trainers around the country. We've got a trainer in California. We've got a trainer on the East Coast. We've got a few locally. We've got people that are willing to travel. So that class is something we customize to each state's rules. So it's really relevant. We just launched that in Nevada And we've got a call this afternoon. The police department in one of the cities in Nevada wants to license the program. So we're looking at ways to make sure this message gets spread, not just here in America, but a licensing agreement is under review right now up in Canada. We'll also be putting that online for those people that like the technology. (laughs) So our in-person live facilitator-led classes will be around the country. And we'll also have an online option revealed in 2018 for everybody. But we, we really want that reach to be out there so people can access this and refresh themselves. Many local jurisdictions will require that this training is refreshed annually or every two years, because rules change, things are different. We certainly know that.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, it's been tremendous having you on the show. I'm so glad you took the time today. I I want to give our listeners a chance to get in contact with you, Maureen. How do we do that?
2: Oh, come on over to CannabisTrainers.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can pop us a note via the website. And if you don't see training there that's going to be a contribution to you or your team, we always love to customize products as well. So we look forward to connecting. We're at many of the um, big trade shows and business conventions. So come on up and say hello live in person. We'll high five or hug.
0: Yeah, absolutely. For those of you who haven't heard Maureen speak, she's an outstanding public speaker, wonderfully entertaining, funny, jovial uh, moderator as well. So if you get a chance at Vegas or or other shows upcoming, definitely stop by and visit with her. And I want to thank you all for joining us on this edition of Blunt Business. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com, BluntBusinessRadio.com.
1: The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Mother's Day is almost
0: here, and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.